Hello, and welcome to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. My name is Victoria, and I'm your host on this galactic adventure through all things Star Wars, film and television, toys, theme parks, video games, and more. Aliens are real, but ghosts are make-believe. Oh my goodness. So yeah, we have a little bit to talk about regarding whether or not uh, some things are make-believe, some things are real. And um, Tom, this is kind of a spontaneous sort of episode. We've, we talked about it before, about you know the possibility of doing this kind of a paranormal episode one day. And um, we hadn't planned it quite yet, though. And then last night we had some changes in plans for the show. And then I said, let's let's do the paranormal episode. <laughs> so here we are. I'm, I'm excited. I, I I've got more to talk about 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 space aliens than I do about uh, Jackson. Uh Oh, <laughs> my cat. My cat's getting all worked up. She's all worked up. Oh, hi. Maybe she'll make a guest appearance here. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Um. I've always found the uh, the paranormal uh, to be interesting. I've never been like a hardcore like person like in any direction within it. It's just kind of been if something's on TV, you know, sometimes I'll give it a look. Uh, if it's in the news, I'll I'll read the article. If it's um, something that uh, somebody tells me like a story, then yeah, that's interesting to me. But I've never like gone out of my way to like go to like alien conventions or parades or all that stuff you see on TV. I've never been to Roswell, New Mexico. I've never been to Area Fifty One. Um, but it, it'd be cool, but, uh, yeah, just not the kind of thing I'd go out of my way to do. Um, but as you well know, uh, I did a video on a, what I believe may have been a UFO or what else are they calling them? Um, uh, these days they're calling them, um, unidentified aerial phenomenons, right? U- right. Something like that because yeah, UFO please. sounds silly. Now it does, yeah. <laughs> now um, it does, but it's like, I mean, that's that's what it is. It's an unidentified flying object, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean it's space aliens. Mm-mm. Doesn't mean it's interdimensional beings from the spaces between spaces. Right. It's just, we don't know what that is. We don't know Someone what it is. Someone probably does. Maybe. Um, yeah, so uh, just just to recap this, this for nobody who's seen it, I'll throw a link uh, in the description. I'll put a little, sti- a little thing pop up here in the video. Um, but... So I was out one day um, running errands. I was having my car worked on. And, you know, so I was outside this garage. And when I was just kind of standing there, you know, waiting for like a half hour, whatever it was, I was looking at my phone. I was just kind of like, you know, just pacing. And I look up and I see these seagulls that are like flying up in the sky. And I'm like, you know, I don't think anything of it. They're just seagulls. But, you know, they just catch my eye and I'm looking. And then I see like this little like a plane it looks like a little object kind of just comes like that and it comes to a stop but so so when it comes to a stop it looks like a star you know like a star but it's like 10 30 in the morning or something it's like why is there there's no stars out at that time uh it's a c- completely clear day sunny skies here in san diego um you know very out in normal spring day and then but then this thing as it's as it's still it catches the glare of the sun so i kind of feel like it's it's moving a little bit like, you know, it's got to be some sort of movement to catch the glare of the sun. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take some photos. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, this thing is so small. There's no way the camera is going to pick it up. But I pick up mm-hmm. the camera anyway. And I start like, you know, just taking a couple of photos. I take a video clip and then, you know, I don't have time to review it or I can't really look at it carefully when I'm out, you know, outside, you know, of this garage. Mm-hmm. Um, I go home that, that afternoon. I'm like, okay, let me just take a look. You know, I had kind of forgotten about it at this point. Let me just take a look at my phone and see what's on yeah. there. And I had to zoom in on on the on the photos, and uh, lo and behold, on on the last photo I took, it was there. It's like a little object, and it has like a little puff or something behind it, like some sort of something coming up behind it, like when you watch uh, videos of the sound barrier being broken, you see like the psh, it looks kind of like that. Yeah. Oh. Um, cool. Yeah, and uh, that's that's in the YouTube video. It's like one of the the clip the shots that's in there. But um, then I was looking at the video. And I noticed like this little thing kind of like go like that. And as it, mm-hmm. as it gets like, as you see it move across the frame, it gets faster and faster. Like the, the velocity, the acceleration is just insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically it moves like across the sky in, in like a half a second or something or less. And it's, it's just, it's just such a weird thing. And, and, you know, how did this object go from moving a little bit to kind of just being stationary and moving like that and just kind of. Right. What does that? I mean, you know, you could say a shooting star, a meteor, okay, but a meteor doesn't come in, stop, right. Uh, You could say it's a, um, um, you can't say it's an airplane because an airplane can't take off at that, that we're aware of that that quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in the video. I did some enhancements on the video so you can see this happen a few times. Uh, I I zoomed in, I slowed it down just so you could get a better look at at, at what it is. Later, I did go back and I went and looked at the the object. Uh, I zoomed into different frames of the video and I'll show these to you, but they were like uh, the object itself, like if you look in and it's tiny, but if you look close enough zooming in on the computer, uh, it's got like these black like wings almost. Hmm. And it has like these two white like things on each side. Like, I I don't know what it is. It's just, it's weird, but. um, Oh, it's swamp gas. It's swamp gas. Yeah, yeah that's, what swamp, that's what swamp gas looks like. Yeah, of course. Um, so, um, yeah, I didn't know what to do. Like I said, my YouTube channel, as you know, as everybody listening, I'm sure knows, is is is, is toys, right? It's, it's it's Star Wars toys, it's Jurassic Park toys, it's DC, it's Marvel, you know, all that kinds of stuff. It's not about the paranormal. It's never been about that. But I was like, okay, I I don't know where else to put this video. I don't know what to do with it. I'm going to throw it in YouTube and see if anybody has any ideas and, you know, if anybody has any thoughts on what this could be. So that's exactly what I did. And, uh, yeah, you've seen the video. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those those odd things, right? Um, the uh, There's a, been a bunch of reports of those in the past few years from Air Force pilots and, you know, people in the military commenting on these things. They don't They don't seem to have any idea wh- what they are. Um, which I take that at, their, at face value, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's aliens. Um, there's the there's the belief that these things are it still ties into aliens, mind you, but that these things are secret, like real deep state tech that like super secret parts of the government only they know about and so the main branches of the military don't know about it. it's just these like deep bunker sorts of stuff mm. 
um, that's just way more advanced than we know about. Um, there's always the possibility China's developed something like that. It seems unlikely. I don't think Russia could have. I don't think they've got the uh, the finances to be able to develop things like that at this point. Um, so it'd probably be the U.S. or China. Um, but, you know, that's even when you I watched I started watching a documentary last week. I think it's called Countdown to Disclosure. And it was dreadful, really, really dreadful <laughs> stuff. Um, apologies to anyone that if is listening to this that maybe worked on it. The your, your choice of score for it was painful. And uh, I, I just had to turn it off. But they kept the entire thing there was them talking about how what those things are. They're all part of secret government projects but it's from uh uh downed aliens uh spacecraft from the past that they're that they've figured out how to use the technology for they're reverse engineering that Uh stuff um maybe i i think i think that's kind of unlikely because that would mean that your super secret government agencies are sending these aircraft around that could potentially just be shot down by, you know, friendly fire. Um, Maybe they would do that. Maybe they know that they're so quick that they would be invulnerable to such things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't know about that. Um, I like to think that maybe it's um, extraterrestrial because as I've, I've talked to you about the Fermi paradox before, um, if we're being visited by little green men from outer space, that means we're probably going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because it means we're, if they're, if they didn't wipe themselves out, um, we probably won't either. Um, so it's, I've, I've got my fingers crossed that it's aliens, but you know. Yeah. No, I don't it's... know. I, I saw, I, I grew up in Vermont, really, really rural Vermont, and I saw some strange stuff up there. Um, late at night, you know, lights that would sort of move in like little circles in the sky before darting off. Hmm. Um, I saw something on the interstate once that it was like a triangular shaped thing with three distinct colored lights that just, you know, sitting above the highway until I uh, pulled up underneath it and looked at it. And then it went south. Not It didn't zip off really quickly, but, you know, it wasn't making any sound or anything like that. It didn't seem to be, you know, maybe four stories high, like the, the height of our my building here. Hmm. Um, so not, not very, not way up there. It was pretty close. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, but up in Vermont, like the idea of there being se- secret military <laughs> facilities somewhere up in the, the woods there is pretty believable. Um, there's a lot of empty, empty area, a lot of forest up there. So huh. I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. Uh, um, yeah, I also, I actually did attend a MUFON meeting back in it must have been the late 90s in what is MUFON? Uh, mutual ufo network okay yeah um it was in new hampshire and that was really interesting i don't think i believed in aliens at the time i think i'd stopped believing in the aliens mm. but i i as as a, as a young teenager i bought into all of it right this is around the time of the x-files and there were these documents that got leaked online called the krill documents that we're talking about you know project yellow book where we exchanged an alien hostage 
for them to be able to abduct people and do experiments on them for you know god knows why aliens want to do experiments on us i <laughs> yeah um, no, i think their technology would be up to up to a point that they probably don't need to poke us in our buttholes but, um, you know. <laughs> yeah no it's it's interesting stuff i mean i you know as a kid yeah i liked the x-files too i mean i was i liked you know the 90s that's when the ufo craze was was extremely huge yeah you had um, mm-hmm. films like Independence Day, Men in Black, and you know those were just capitalizing off the the UFO craze of the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, probably a lot of it was due to the X Files, but you know you had things yep. like those lights over Phoenix. I remember seeing the, that on the yep. news. That was like a huge thing, and people to this day, even people that were in office, will say like, "Hey, you know, it might not have been what we initially said that it was." I think it was. It's the uh, the mayor. Yeah. Ralph Ruff. I think it was the mayor of that city. Like now, he's actually saying, "Oh no, I saw something different than what you know we said back then." So yeah, it's it, it, it's interesting. And but I never, when it comes to the paranormal, I'm kind of more somebody that needs to experience it to kind of say, "Okay, maybe there's something there." Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch all the UFO videos in the world, all the ghost videos in the world. It's like, okay, we don't have any science that can really study this and analyze it and reproduce it or you know in, right. a, in a lab setting so we can't really explain what it is so for something like that you really need to uh i feel like experience it to start to fully truly believe like you know what it is um mm-hmm. and this experience that day in march of 2017 did that for me mm-hmm. for, with regards to ufos um because at that point i didn't I mean, I, I thought it was a possibility that these things could be out there, but I also thought maybe people are seeing things. Maybe people are uh, exaggerating. Maybe they're making things up. But then when it happens to you and you, you see something like that that you can't really pinpoint or you can't come up with any logical explanation, you know that there's nothing in the real world that moves like that. Uh-huh. Um, that we know of. That we know of. Uh, you gotta... It makes you question a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I don't have a follow up to that. That's uh, with the UFO stuff. I didn't need to see anything for it because I've always. That's also one that I've always really, really wanted to believe in. Like I wanted to believe that we discover alien life during my lifetime. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm I'm not not convinced that we will, um, which is disappointing because um, I'm certain it's out there somewhere, um, and I I, I want to see them. <laughs> I want to see what it looks like. I want to um, see the... Uh, I doubt they're little gray men with big eyes, though. Who knows? I want to see the stereotypical, like, um, science fiction B film from the 1950s where the UFO lands in the White House lawn and an alien yeah. comes out and shakes the president's hand. That's what yeah, I want to uh-huh. see happen. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or th- does this, right? Something like that. And then um, Zephyr and Cockrum get some drunk in the, the ramshackle bar. It's sure. from uh, Star Trek. Ah, oh, you know, well, then it went over my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be, that would be neat. Um, yeah, I, yeah, the 90s, I, because I've always wanted to believe in these things, like when I see the videos and it's actually the government coming out and saying, yeah, we don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what it is. It, it gives me hope. That gives yeah. me hope. Um, there's definitely the possibility that there's other people in the government that are like, aha, but we're keeping it secret even from you. But, you know, they don't seem to be that good at keeping secrets for very long, you know? Right. Like, 
stuff seems to come out most of the time, so that's that's kind of why like I don't I I don't full I don't distrust their their honesty their honesty there if they're they're saying you know we don't know what it is you know they don't know what it is I I I I think it's pretty likely that they don't know what it is um, could yeah. be wrong obviously I could be wrong um did you watch the Fermi paradox video I, I sent you no I'm sorry I haven't yet you gotta um, do that it's so I know good. and you gotta watch Any... unidentified yes yes although I've got to pay for that unfortunately I'm bummed mm, okay. Yeah, so uh, Unidentified was on the History Channel. Uh, season 1 was 2019. Season 2 was last year. Mm. And, you know, uh, as I've told you before, like, 95% of UFO, like, documentaries or series on TV are junk. They're just terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, like, probably the, 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 the best one that I've seen. Just be, And I think that's largely because of the people who are in charge of making it. Mm -hmm. um, you have Lou Elizondo, who... who he, he claims that he was uh, in charge of the uh, the government's program for you, like investigating UFOs and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. You have uh, people from the government, like from the military, that have been on his on this show that have um, recounted their experiences. Like I sent you a video last night of um, David Fravor, who was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. He was a Navy pilot, and he has this crazy experience right here off the coast of San Diego, in the general direction, by the way, of where I shot that video. Mm -hmm. Um where they encountered these tic tac objects that were yeah, moving in in ridiculous like manners, and he, you know he'll he'll tell you it's just like these things were were unreal, mm -hmm. um, and they had no vi visual signs of propulsion. They were completely smooth, uh, and then they just moved in in these crazy ways that you know defy gravity, defy you know any any known source of technology that that's out there. Right. Um and. Yeah, so it, it's just an interesting um, show, and it's, it's produced really well. And you know, you, they talk to people in various governments from around the world, and um, so it's not just like you know some kook off the street or some guy that's yeah. in a UFO like group or whatever. You know, these are like yeah. legit people that you know. If, if anybody, um, if you would believe anybody, you know, it would probably have to be people like this that have had these firsthand experiences and that have worked for the government and such. And it's just really interesting mm -hmm. stuff. So anybody that hasn't seen Unidentified. Um, that's the one. Like, if you're gonna watch any one like like documentary series about UFOs, I don't know if there's gonna be a season three, but uh, I hope so because I thought it was fascinating. I think you sold me on that one. I'll, I'll pay the twenty bucks to rent by the season. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I watch my guilty pleasure. My my dark horse, as a friend of mine calls it, is loading up YouTube documentaries uh, about all this stuff. Um, but a lot of the time, it's really kooky stuff. There's like a an underground alien war that happens in Dulce Base, and you know, crazy stuff like that. Mm. As soon as they start getting into the Pleiadians, who are the the the, the good white aliens, um, it's code for something, I think. Um, that that they you know they clairvoyantly talk to people about peace and spirituality and essential oils and stuff like that. I'm I'm like ah I'm I'm, I'm out on that. I. Nope, and I don't think that there's reptilians that live inside the earth. Um, yeah. Also, I, I, I'm on the fence about alien abductions. Mm -hmm. um, most of the time, an alien abduction story can be seen pretty similar to a, a night terror, which I um, have, uh, or sleep paralysis. Yep, which I yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But a creepy thought about alien abductions and the government, you know, denying all this stuff is there's the possibility that all this stuff is very real. And the reason the government doesn't talk about it and doesn't covers it up and doesn't want people to know about it isn't because they've got a secret deal with the space aliens. It's because they can't do anything about it, right? Like, mm -hmm. what are they going to do? They can't shoot the things out of the sky. They move too fast. So mm -hmm. it just, it happens. And, you know, they'd have to, oh, another alien abducted someone. Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? Like, the panic that would ensue from that. Just Good be, point. Yeah. Yeah. You have, uh, yeah. That's true. Um, like, if... I don't, if... I don't believe in alien abductions. I don't think it happens. But it's, you know, if word came out in the next few weeks oh no it absolutely does happen it's absolutely true we've confirmed it i'd be like oh, okay it wouldn't be the biggest shock in the world be like, eh, right sure i guess yeah no that that's yeah. that's true if if people said hey these these spaceships are coming in and taking us government what are you going to do about it and you know yeah what can they what can they do nothing i so. mean yeah i mean what can they do they're 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 inefficient they're the government <laughs> exactly <laughs> mitch mcconnell would come out there and be like well we're not gonna do anything about it and, and then they would take him oh maybe it's a dream <laughs> um yeah tom DeLong from blink 182 he's one of the other producers on unidentified right. so yeah um yeah so good series um yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I I would I think I forgot who it was that said it, but somebody said that people that that genuinely do have like a UFO experience or you know they they have some something like that that gets them interested in UFOs, they want to they always yeah. want to seek to replicate that experience by having it happen mm -hmm. again. Um, and I, I can kind of see that because like with with this thing that I filmed, I've caught myself like going out and looking in that general direction of the sky from time to time. Yeah. And just being like, am I going to see something today? You know, mm -hmm. will this be the day that I see those things again? And, and so far, no, I haven't seen anything like that. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, wish it. I wish desperately. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I, I'd love it. I'd love to see it again because I really want to know what it is. Um, yeah. The government has not commented on my videos, so they have nothing to say. Um, yeah, so yeah, they've they've they're 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 still trying to figure out how to send out stimulus checks to people. They've 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 got they've got bigger fish to fry than space aliens. Um, yeah, I mean, you saw like Marco Rubio coming out and talking about it, right? He was like, "Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd rather it be extraterrestrial than either the the Russians or the Chinese. That would be probably safer for our national security." Yeah, like, that'd be scary. Yeah, probably. You know. If um if aliens are here and they're they're doing this stuff, they probably have the technology to wipe us out if they wanted to, and they haven't. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that that would be a that would be a nice a nice nice thought. I don't understand why they'd abduct people and stick stuff in their butts though. It just doesn't make <laughs> any sense. No. Yeah, and I think Harry Reid was another of the uh, yeah. U.S. senators, you know, former senator who um, made a big push on, on this UFO stuff when he was still in office. Like, before he left, he'd have closed sessions and stuff, and he'd talk to people, and he, he he's featured on Unidentified as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, yeah, I mean, so there are people, you know, in the government that, you know, want to have this exposed. Um, but there's also something that was a condition of the, wasn't it of the COVID relief package or something that... Uh, one of the conditions was like by a certain date, I think sometime next month in April, that the, the government needs to release like what it knows about UFOs. 
What? I hadn't heard that. Maybe. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> is it's that true? Are you, you're really you're not pulling my leg there? No, no, no. In order not. to get it's, it's, it's a in order thing. to get COVID relief, we have to release the information about the spacemen. This is from CNN on um, uh, January tenth. Uh, U.S. intelligence agencies have 180 days to share what they know about UFOs thanks to the COVID-19 relief and spending bill. Well, hot dog. <laughs> Let's talk again then. What day is it? Uh, uh, yeah, that's in 10 days, right? 10, no, nah, it's almost, almost. They had 180 days. They had 180 days from when it was signed, so. Man, uh, that's the, fun. Yeah, this was in December. Uh, so, yeah, it should be coming up. Um, we'll see what they've got to say. I bet it's going to be, yeah, we don't know what these things are. This is from uh, the Washington Post. It says that a UFO report may soon be public. This is from March 23rd, so, you know, very, just a few days ago. Mm. Um, and it says that it's got a, it's going to talk about advanced aerial threats and... It says a lot more sightings uh, will be made public. And this is from, uh, let's see, this is coming out of, whose quote, whose quote is this? I want to be accurate here. So, hey, folks, any, if anyone is watching this, this is just part one of this conversation. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> yeah, this is a former intelligence. Man, that's exciting. Former intelligence director, John Ratcliffe. He, this is what he says. And uh, it'll be a detailed description of any interagency process from all over the world and yeah it'll be interesting to see that's fantastic i was following that for a while um but then i forgot about it uh maybe it was maybe it was back in january i, I it caught my attention and i was checking every few days but then i just totally totally fell off the map on it um that's exciting let's let's see what they've got to say about it i bet it's we have no idea what this is yeah um that's, yeah, what Go. else could it be, right? I mean, they're not going to come out. They probably won't come out and say, oh, yeah, the, the aliens landed in at Era 51. We had this conversation. They donated some of their craft for us to study. And I doubt it's going to be that. So. Donated. Wink. Donated. Like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I love that. I oh, love my this, God. Uh, I want, I so here's one of my, my dream, you know, they've got the, the Kickstarter toys that they make. They've got, like, mythic legions and all those stuff. I want space aliens. <gasps> I want little gray space aliens that have little flying saucers, and they're super articulate, and they, uh. <laughs> Let, let's do it. Let's hide, let's hide little space aliens around the house. Let's do it, Tom. <laughs> I'm game. Let, let's, space let's aliens. Let's connect with a few people, and let's get it done. I'd, I'd like to see that. I think that'd be cool. Like just, That'd be fun, right? I mean, there have been things like that. There was this company called, um. Was it, I think it's Shadow Box Collectibles or Shadow Toy Collectibles. I'll, I'll figure out what it was. Uh, and in the 90s, they did produce these little zero POA, uh, like four inch action figures of various aliens. There was like gray aliens. There was different ones. And I know I know because my brother had one. And What was um, this company called? I think Shadow it, Box? I think it was Shadow Box Collectibles. Let me look. Oh, I got to look this up. Yeah. Um, and they were they were cool. You can still see them on eBay. Um yeah, Shadowbox collectibles, and they did. Aliens. Yeah, they're on they're on eBay, and there's just various kinds of um, four inch aliens. Oh come on, that's amazing! Oh my gosh, yeah, he's a gray alien. Oh man, he's coming for your butt. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, a Nordic? Yes, 
Right, yeah, so the Nordics, right? There's a reptilian <laughs> alien. There's, You're yeah. kidding me. This is what I want. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. I want to see something like that, but I want to see them articulated. I want to see, like, accessories, like a, a little probe. Why not? Yeah. I want to see oh, uh, man. the flying saucer, like you said. Like, that's, like, the big play sets, the flying saucer. Yeah. And oh. um, you can open it up, and it has all the, like, rooms inside it, and it's, like... Yeah, like a, like a, co- like a coffee bar. Yeah, and, and like it's a- got, like, the reactor in there that, you know, makes it have, like, that anti-gravity propulsion system or whatever. Yeah, it's got like and, a time uh, machine. It's got like a, like a deep fryer so that they can make French fries in there. Why not? Yeah. I, it seems oh, like aliens God, would eat French fries, right? They would like French. Who, Who would? Yeah. yeah, French fries are great. Um, that's why they. That's why they came to Earth to, to find the secret of French fries and milkshakes. Oh my gosh, no, that's and milkshakes. And milkshakes. Yeah, brings all the boys to the yard. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, those are those are really fun. But it makes sense. It looks like they came out in the mid '90s, so. They don't the move. They're hard, they're hard to stand. Is, is is one of the issues. They're hard to stand, and they. Um, yeah. My brother had one, and and oh, it broke pretty easily too. So. Oh, that's too bad. And you said there's a reptilian one. Yeah, there's there's a yeah there's a reptilian alien, uh, and I I have one like the the gray one. I bought it on eBay a few years ago. Oh, come uh, on. Just just because I remember my brother had it, I'm like I'm gonna look for that, and I bought it. Um, oh, come on. So anyway, with this little guy, because, you know, this this wouldn't be a cantina chatter without toys, right? So you know, that's how we're talking toys. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a man in black <laughs> with yeah. a reptilian alien. Yeah. Uh, that, there it is. <laughs> he's so cute. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Inject it into my veins, please. Yes. That's fantastic. It is. Yeah. And then there is. Um, so this one, I, I don't know who makes this. This was like a random Amazon warehouse purchase. It was like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, here's a little guy. That's so cute. He glows in the dark. It. I love it. He's bendy. Yeah. So he's got a wire in him so you can like bend him. Um, you can make him like wave at you. Hi, Dom. And uh, he goes inside his. His little flying saucer. Yeah, he's got a little seat. And then you put the That's lid so back good. on. And then he's gone. <laughs> I lo- oh, I, okay. I've got to show you one. I've got to show Let's you one. Let's see it. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Oh, man. This is really cool, though. I don't know. I wish they had more of these. I think I think Tom's right. I'd love to see more alien toys, like just generic aliens. My wife is a big fan of Stargate SG-1, and she got me into Stargate SG-1 and Stargate Atlantis. Hmm. They're fantastic shows. They're really, really fun. And uh, Diamond Select came out with a line of toys for them, so she's got a bunch of the action figures. Nice. And one of them's this guy. <laughs> That's cool. That's rad. His name is uh, Thor. Thor. That's right, Thor. Yeah, because they all had names like um, from from Asgard, uh, 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 North Norse ah. mythology. Because um, in the in the show, that's where the North uh, Norse mythology came from. Was from the gray aliens. I forget what are the aliens called. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're just called the Asgard, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, yeah, they they look like this, but I I put a little a little military vest on him. And he's nice, cute. that is cute. I love they're that. They're super fun. They're super fun. I love series. that. <laughs> <laughs> they are uh, not hostile, um, and uh, one of them named Hermes, I think, is super funny. Nice. Um, yeah. I, I <laughs> Let's need... do it. Let's. I think it's Heimdall. 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 That's right. Heimdall is the funny one. Yeah, I, I need that, though. Uh, an articulated range of four-inch aliens that look different, and there's yep. different, like, 
accessories and vehicles why don't we have that just generic aliens what why don't we have i know that? just let's generic aliens yeah let's mm-hmm. do it let's Got talk to re- some folks and let's kickstart that that we'll sucker. make that happen we'll make that a reality beam yep <laughs> i'm now very interested in this concept i really want to look into this very soon mm-hmm. anyway um yeah <laughs> aliens i love them i love them um and yeah if if they're here that means that's the answer to the fermi paradox that means we're gonna be okay so hope it hope it's aliens guys if it's space aliens if they're visiting us that's good news it also means they haven't conquered us or if they have it hasn't affected us very much right maybe they're jeff bezos like in south park he's like an alien is he an alien in south park yeah <laughs> he's like an alien. oh that that i mean that that makes he sense doesn't, he yeah. doesn't he talks telepathically too he doesn't like talk talk oh my god that's amazing that's i haven't hilarious. watched south park in years that's hilarious. um yeah that would explain yeah amazon took over the world right so that's, mm-hmm. that's how the aliens did it they just make certain your action figures get delivered directly to you they did it through corporate america so they took over mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah so then there's also the theory of the shadow universe i don't know if you've heard of the shadow universe but it basically means that humans have what do we have five senses we can see yep. we can smell we can hear we can feel mm-hmm. um whatever the other one is <laughs> um so Taste. okay taste there you go um this idea of the shadow universe is that we lack a certain sense that enables us to perceive ufos or whatever else is in the Mm. around us Uh um and because sometimes these objects have a have a way of transcending the senses that we do have we are occasionally able to perceive them like like ufos Uh like ghosts like you know that's why we have these paranormal experiences because these are things that are really out there uh, but unfortunately, right, we just don't see them or notice them normally because we don't we lack that sixth sense that we need in order to experience them. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a certain odd logic to that. Um, it's sort of in the way that, like, I forget what how how the analogy goes, but it's like an ant walking across, you know, a concrete, you know, concrete doesn't you know isn't really aware of all the stuff that's around it like the giant skyscrapers and you know the it's 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 its senses are just attuned to well it's just walking along this little thing and it's got to get its little food and it's got to bring it back mm-hmm. so it doesn't understand all these things and that could easily be you know it, the evidence of this stuff could be everywhere that we're looking um and we just don't notice it because we don't know what we're looking for yeah um we're, we're trying to find things that replicate how we communicate and how we how we perceive things Mm -hmm. um and if there's other stuff out there that works in a a way that's different from that yeah we don't have a way to detect it currently what do you think of um of um sorry gotta cut that (laughs) um god damn what's his face um bob lazar there you go what do you think of bob lazar I'd have to I'd have to watch Bob Lazar stuff again. Um, God, hang on, let me look him up and see which one he is. If he's the guy I'm thinking of, he's the Lazar. guy that claims that he worked at uh, Los Alamos in in uh, New Mexico for. Yeah, this is the guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then that he was recruited uh, to work in Era Fifty One, and that they provided yeah. him all this information, and yeah. that he he worked uh, to help reverse engineer this saucer that they had recovered. 
um, in an yeah, archaeological featured, dig or something. Yeah, he's he's featured in that terrible documentary I just watched. Um, man, I like the poster in Mulder's office. I want to believe. I don't know if I do. I don't know what benefit. You know, I guess this guy's got a speaking career talking about this stuff. Uh, so I, but, but not, like, not really. He's very private, actually. Um, uh, Isn't it just a documentary all about him? Yeah, Jeremy Corbell. Uh, he's he's a like a, a director producer. He he recently did a thing that's I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It was on Netflix. It was um, a documentary about Bob Lazar and you know it's just conversations with him. He runs a store. So like he lives in a little place out of nowhere and. and he runs a store now, and um, I guess um, you know it's it's gone it's gone been in the news a few times for being like raided by like the FBI for various reasons, and mm-hmm. allegedly it's because they're looking for. Um, they they say that he may have stolen some material from when he worked at Area Fifty One. Sure. And um, so yeah, you know I didn't used to believe. Uh, Bob Lazar or like I mean when I when I saw his stuff like years and years ago like I remember you know my husband and I were watching like some old videos from like the early 90s of him like talking or like whatever mm-hmm. but then I watched this documentary that Jeremy Corbell did and it was it's actually like he's really convincing like cause, I mean he's he seems like a pretty private guy mm-hmm. and I mean just when you listen to the way he talks about now he says you know i wish i just wouldn't have said anything because you know it's kind of like ruined my life a little bit and um it's just he's he's fascinating like i i don't know i i kind of think i believe him i I i'll i'll just go back to my thing i want to believe him um i the whole thing about reverse alien uh, uh reverse engineering alien technology i have kind of a tough time with because that would be like it feels like it would be like giving an iPhone to like someone from the dark ages mm-hmm. and saying, all right, reverse engineer this. Like they wouldn't be able to do it. Right. right? Um, which doesn't mean it's, it's not possible that that's, you know, that's not an accurate representation. It's possible the alien technology is close enough to something that we could figure out that we can. But it, you know, even if, if you gave an iPhone to Galileo, he wouldn't even be able to figure out what to do with it. Mm. Um, he was a pretty smart guy. <laughs> um, that's my issue with reverse alien, engineering alien technology. Yeah. Also, a lot of the time, it seems like it's used as an explanation for why we have like stuff like iPhones now. It's like, oh, humans could never figure out how to do this stuff. It's because aliens. And it's like, no, it's people figure stuff out you know it just takes right. a long time that's true like how how much more advanced are these guys than we are right like is it a thousand years more advanced is it a million years more advanced yeah. if it's a million years more advanced there's no way we'd be able to figure out Mm-mm. like and there's no reason to think they wouldn't be a million years more advanced than us you know we right. we're not even the first species to develop on this planet um and we're not even like one of the oldest planets or oldest solar systems out there. This stuff that's, you know, species out there that would have been here for, you know, billions of years possibly. That's true. Um, but yeah, on the, on the flip side, maybe maybe the little gray men are just close enough to us. Um, 
Maybe that's why they're they're interested in us because they're like, holy crap! It's it's ones that are sort of developed like us. <laughs> like I was watching. Yeah. Oh, it's watching this little movie uh, yesterday. It's called Jurassic Park, and in it, you know, there's a triceratops, right? The triceratops has got his horns and stuff, you know. So they all died off, right? The four-legged critters that had the horns on their heads, they all died off. Um, but then what comes along later? Just another critter that's got four legs and horns on its head, right? Rhinos. Mm. Um, the way evolution on this planet has, has gone is it's all pretty similar stuff, right? Like, you, you look at dinosaurs, they're neat. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. But it's like it's not an unrecognizable thing, right? It's a, it's a giant bird, um, they're all kind of similar sorts of stuff. So any, I would guess that anything out there that developed on a planet that's similar to ours would probably have life on it would probably be pretty recognizable because it would follow the same sorts of patterns. It needs to have, it needs to develop senses, right? It needs to develop like something that can find food and move towards food. Mm. Um, it needs to develop things that protect it. It needs to be able to develop, you know, limbs allow it to move right eyes allow it to see smell allows it to um so yeah maybe maybe the little gray men do exist and they they just happen to be ones that are real similar to us yeah that's that's true and you're talking about like you know these senses that we've developed and that could be another possible reason for this shadow universe sort of concept like you know Mm -hmm. we we evolved because of the things that were going on on earth right because we needed to taste things because we needed to see things Maybe in, on this other world, there's different kinds of senses that you need to evolve to have. And yeah, yeah it's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, regarding Bob Lazar, I think one of the things that makes him credible is, you know, back in the late 80s, he spoke about element 115, that this was the special oh, right. like element mm-hmm. that was required in order to um, propel these vehicles or power these vehicles. And I guess that's that's one of the things that they say, you know, they say that the the reason the FBI raids the stores is they're looking for 115 that he may or may not have stolen. Right. Um, this this element 115 that he spoke about in the 80s, they actually recreated it in Russia in a lab in in mm-hmm. uh, the early 2000s. Before then, it, it didn't it didn't exist like at all. Right. Uh, they actually recreated it, and I I don't know. I feel like the fact that he was speaking about it before, and then it you know actually being a reality, like just. I don't know. I feel like that gives him a little more credibility than if it was, you know, if you take that element out of his his mm-hmm. story. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. I should I should rewatch that one. That's not the documentary though that has um, Mickey Rourke narrating through it though, is it? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Uh, that was I. Th- I think a lot of my issue with that documentary was the weird narration by Mickey Rourke. Yeah, that was. It's just like that was odd. Why is he grumbling about this weird stuff in this? Like, what? Does yeah, this have to they do tried to get pretty meta with that. Um, yeah, that was part. I think that wasn't you know Bob Lazar's fault. Obviously, that was the filmmaking yeah. like of that documentary. They just tried to d- make it like really like. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of that either. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, unfortunately that's the thing I remember the most about that. Uh, <laughs> but I should, I should, I should rewatch it. I should rewatch it. Yeah, yeah it was it's solid. It's solid. Um, yeah, anyway, so uh, what do you think about ghosts? <laughs> ghosts are made up. <laughs> They're ghosts not real. Ghosts are made up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, my issue with ghosts, and I'm talking about traditional ghosts here, right? These are dead people that are still haunting places, right? Okay. Is this is, uh, ghosts? Well, there's way more dead people 
in existence than there are living people currently. Um, so where are all the other ghosts? That's that's my my one question. Now, two, I hear things about well, ghosts like I heard I heard them say my name, right? I heard the ghost; it it said something. Well, if it can say that, why can't it you know be like, "Hi there, my name's Janice, and I used to live in your house, but I was brutally murdered." Uh, I also hear that ghosts can open and close doors, or move furniture. Mm. If they can do that, why can't they pick up a pen and write, Hello, I'm a ghost. Because none of the pens I... in my house work. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we've solved it. <laughs> those are those are my, my big issues with ghosts. Um, now, there's the possibility that all ghosts end up being people like me, who, when we die... We decide, you know, well, we're going to move on to another dimension of happiness or whatever it is. Or I'm just going to hang around and fuck with people for a while. Um, I guess that's a possibility. It uh-huh. doesn't seem likely, though. But th- So those are really my things against ghosts. Um, and I tend to think there's probably another explanation for such things that doesn't involve people coming back from the dead. Hmm. Yeah, well, similar to UFOs. You 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 disagree with me though. <laughs> similar to UFOs, um, this would traditionally be an area that I wouldn't really buy into unless I saw or experienced something. Right. I have I have had a few experiences that perhaps you can debunk and perhaps you, you know you can help me figure out, but. Uh, I believed in ghosts before I believed in UFOs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, UFOs for me is a more recent thing. I always was a fan of the idea of, you know, aliens yeah. and UFOs. But until I actually had that experience, I I didn't truly believe that these things were out there, you know, in the sky or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the first ghost experience, if you want to call it that, is that I remember weird experiences when I was a kid. Uh, my sister and I, and I think my brother too, are playing with like a blanket in the uh-huh. house in my parents' house in Texas, and um, a lamp that they had on set on one of the tables as we were like running back and forth uh-huh. uh, just fell off the table. Like it was, it was right in the middle of this this you know little table, coffee like kind of like a coffee table, and it just like fell off uh-huh. and broke, and shattered. My mom was mad because she thought it was us, and we were like, it wasn't us. It just fell. It just fell. It wasn't us. Uh-huh. Um, years later in that same house, my mom used to have these these artificial, like, decorative trees, like, placed throughout the house. Yeah. I remember watching TV. My, I was on one couch, and my mom my mom was on the other couch. We were watching a movie or something, and, you know, this tree was right here, and all of a sudden it just, like, shook. <laughs> like, like if you were to grab it and shake it. And, uh-huh. and I was like, what the, what the heck was that about? And I, I asked my mom if she if she noticed that, and, like, she turned around. She was like, what? I'm like the the plant just shook and she's like oh no I didn't see that that's weird <laughs> so and that plant was in the same position that that coffee table used to used to be like you uh-huh. know, all those years before so mm-hmm. those are the only things that I had happen in that particular house so do you have any mm-hmm. thoughts on that um how old were you during the first thing I I must have been like seven uh during the second thing I was probably like. 14, 13, 14, was a little 13, older. 13, 14, okay. Um, 
I would suspect that there's the possibility that while you and your friends were playing, you might not have bumped that specific thing, but you might have bumped the ground in a way that it, you know, you know, I could jump up and down here and knock knock something over on the table over there if I wanted to. That's true, and that could I could do that here in my house too. But but my parents' house is like on a concrete foundation, and I mean, there's mm-hmm. no wood for that to, you know, it's solid. So. Um. Also, also, I I don't. When I was around seven, I saw ghosts coming out of my closet, and it wasn't until years later that I I realized, oh, those weren't ghosts coming out of my closet; those were stuffed animals, and it was really late at night. And they fell. <laughs> um. So the memories of 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 children are fluid. Um one when you're a teenager is 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 trickier i don't have a i don't have a great explanation for that off the top of my head um maybe a squirrel got in the house <laughs> a bat um yeah I, I don't know i don't know why the the, the, the plant moved all right so let's um, let's age myself a little bit then if if, if, the, if the memories that children are fluid let's age I, myself yeah, I don't, a little bit yeah yeah because well i know you've you've mentioned other other things right i again i I've heard multiple ghost stories from friends that have told me about them. And often they're like, it was the middle of the night, and I was like eight years old. And I'm like, well, you know, I think you probably had a bad dream and okay. you didn't. <laughs> All right, so let's age myself up then. Let's let's move on to age, uh, I think it was 20. 20. Mm-hmm. I was 20. Um, my grandparents had come over for New Year's Eve to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And it was time, it was like late, it was like two in the morning. So I, my grandpa was still there. He's having a good time and, you know, got late and like, I'll drive you home, grandpa. So I drove him home on my way back. You know, this is a small town in Texas, very flat, very, you know, it's, it's more rural than, you know, like, you know, where, where we live now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, agricultural, all that. So I was, after I left him, you know, foggy night, super cold, 30 degrees or something. Mm-hmm. I was driving came upon this four-way stop mm-hmm. and you know there's these nursing homes uh on the on this other side you know and um as i as i approach this stop i see there's like something out of the corner of my eye like just standing there mm-hmm. you know two in the morning um when it's foggy and cold and i have this sense inside of me that's like don't look at it I'm like just don't mm-hmm. look at it directly just you know I, I i felt like it was there like a like a person but blacked out with uh-huh. like a wide brim hat and like holding like a suitcase or something. <laughs> but it was out of the corner of your eye, like. No, no, no. I, I actually saw it like as I was like driving up. I saw it like that, oh. and then as oh, I got okay. to the stop sign, I just I'm I'm like, don't look at it, don't look at it. Oh, so okay. then I made it. I turned to the right and I kept going and I looked at it in my rearview mirror until the fog like, you know, encapsulated it from from mm-hmm. view, or you know, and mm-hmm. I couldn't see it anymore. And that always, it, I mean, it could have been a person, but then like it, you know, you start thinking like you know. Small town, two in the morning. It's, it's super foggy. It's cold. Who's going to be out mm-hmm. there wearing a hat? Like at that point, homeless person maybe. Somebody from the nursing home escaped. Maybe I don't know. But it was it was creepy either way. Whatever it was. You don't think it was your mind playing tricks on you? I don't think so. Um, and the the reason I ask is because like the all of the roundabout description of this thing is an incredibly creepy scene, right? I mean, yeah. it's late at night. It's foggy. It's cold. You said that when you saw it, you got like a the, the eerie feeling that you shouldn't look at it. Mm. Um, 
I would I would question whether it is just if that was just a simple hallucination. Not necessarily true. Um, but I mean, that's like, if I was driving around at two o'clock in the morning in, in that sort of a, a situation, I could, I could see myself, you know, freaking myself out. Um, yeah, that's possible. Uh, I was at that age, I wasn't really scared though. Like, you know, I was like mm-hmm. pretty brave when I was like around that age, I was really bra- like more brave than I am now, you know, like, well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I age wasn't even, breeds wisdom. yeah, I wasn't even thinking about like ghosts or you know it was just like what you know it was two in the morning i'm like yeah i'm just gonna drive my grandpa home and whatever you know i didn't think about it but yeah it could have been that it could have been it could have been um um i don't know could have been a person standing there could have been a yeah just a weirdo i don't know why there was a person standing there um but again from where i i sit i think it's more likely that there's just a person out in the middle of the night than a ghost um uh, well, you know, I'm not. It's it's not. I'm not meaning to sound like I'm not. Just because I don't believe it doesn't mean that I'm like, well, you're dumb, and your belief is dumb, um, at all. Um, I I would. This is another one I would be so happy to discover being wrong about. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. Aliens would be number one. But to discover that like ghosts are actually, or to even as you've said, I've never had any of those experiences myself. Mm. Um, at least not since I was really, really young. At a point that I chalk all those things up to being a kid. That you know, the the glowing ghosts falling out of my my closet in the middle of the night. They were they were it was it was uh, a stuffed Donald Duck and you know probably <laughs> stuffed. Uh, no, I remember it was a stuffed Donald Duck, and there was like a couple of they just fell out of the closet. But I was, oh my god, it's Um So I haven't had any of those experiences, and I've been with people to places that are supposedly haunted, and have never had any of those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, it's it's tougher for me. Like if I had one, and I I know so many people that have had them. Um, and they, they tell me these stories. I'm like, man, I I want to be with you on this. I really, really do. I'm just not. Um, All right. So let's, Matt, let's I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's, a creepy, that's a creepy story you told me. It is I, like, I, I want to draw that. It's a man in a wide-brimmed hat with, what is he, a briefcase? <laughs> I don't know. He was holding, like, a bag or a suitcase or something. I don't know. I don't know because it was, like, blacked out, so I couldn't really see, like, like the figure was blacked out, like like a shadow, so I don't know what he had. Or was it, like, the had. cover of The, the Exorcist? I don't know. Let me look that up. I never seen yeah, the check Exorcist. that out. Check that out. I was like, oh man, I'd like to. And I was like, wait a second. The poster for The Exorcist. Yeah, it kind of looks a little bit like that. Yeah. A little. Yeah, kind of. I, I would say the hat was like like more of like a sombrero. Like it was big, like a big hat. Wow. Uh, and and you know that was they were near Mexico, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, someone crossing the border late at night. That would have been pretty far to cross, but um, oh, is it? I, that would have I, been my... like at least ten miles inland, but who knows? Um, anyway, okay, current more more present day type things. So the current yeah. house that I'm living in this this uh, room around me, this house, mm-hmm. not not in this room per se, but in this house. Um, we moved in here in 2013, and I've had a number of things. We've had a number of things um, occur. Right. Uh, I know I've mentioned these to you. 
Um, the initial thing that I can recall uh, would have been in 2013, like maybe mm-hmm. December or somewhere in there. Uh, I was I was in bed one night and I heard a like a male voice like scream into my ear, mm-hmm. just like a, just like scream. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I, I I thought it was my husband. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? What's going on? Are you you know? And he's like asleep. He's like, what? Like was that you that did you just yell and he's like no it's like you're dreaming go back to bed Mm -hmm. and um so i did the very next night he wakes up and he's like shaking me he's like so somebody just yelled in my ear like i just heard like a a guy like like yelling and and i'm like that's what happened to me last night you know you didn't believe me but that's what happened to me Mm -hmm. so that was like our very first like thing okay like this is kind of weird you know Mm -hmm. why are we having the same experience that neither of us have ever had in our entire lives mm-hmm. happen you know night one night it happens to me the next it happens to him like just how is that a thing um mm-hmm. that was the very first thing that we had happen here i've 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 had that similar sort of thing happen to me um that's allowed that's that's a that's a thing in your dream i think um and why i mean it that that just it's weird okay here let me let me come at it from a different angle let's say it's a ghost right um or it's 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 something right we don't have to call it a ghost a demon a, a, a demon sure um so if it's screaming why are you the only one that can hear it into my ear right here yeah yeah um you're in bed next to your husband right yeah i don't know maybe ghosts that work different than than we do I, that's a possibility sure um in which case yeah may, maybe that's the case i would say that it's likely you were sleeping and that was a thing that, that manifested in, in, in a dream in some way. Because I, I have had a similar sort of thing happen to that, where it's like woken me up. Um, I think even recently I asked... I think recently I had one where I thought like Lena was talking to me or something like that. I was like, well, did you say something? Um, and she was just fast asleep. Um, but, you know, not necessarily the case. Why did your husband have it the following night? That's an incredibly interesting coincidence. Um, it's a spooky coincidence. And we haven't again, had it happen since. Yeah. You had told him about it the night before, so maybe he was thinking about it. It popped up in a dream. Maybe. Um, but, you know, to manifest in exactly the same sort of way, that's, that's real peculiar. That's really odd. Um, so um, that was the first thing that happened. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, I, I know. Yeah, I've, I know you've got a roster of them. Yeah, yeah. The following year, um, uh, okay. So I was on the couch, and the dog was on the couch with me, and that bedroom door. You know, he was asleep. And, you know, I'm a you know I'm a night owl. I'm up late a lot of the yeah. time, mm-hmm. um, working on on podcasts or videos or whatever. <laughs> um, and so I'm sitting on the couch with the dog. And I think I'm on my phone or reading a book or something. And um, the bedroom door, like, 
like so we have he we have this little decorative like acorn on the door and you know if you open the door it like you hear it like hit the door a little bit like tap on the door yeah so the door like opened and then it closed and i heard the little acorn like tapping on, on the door a little bit and mm. i thought i thought it was you know obviously i thought it was my husband so i went over to the door and you know i opened it to look inside and he's he's snoring he's like asleep like mm-hmm. So that really weirded me out because the the dog was aware of it too. She kind of like perked up like that, you know, mm-hmm. when when it happened, thinking that he was going to be coming out or something, and she was going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, whatever, whatever she does. And um, but no, it was like he was asleep, and the door mm-hmm. just actually like it was completely closed. It's not like it just like went like that. It was hinged. It was closed. Right. So it know? has like a latch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's got it's a not, doorknob. You got to you got to twist yeah. the doorknob to open the door. And so that happened, and then it closed. And since then, that's happened like another. And it happened again, like you know, a year ago or some, or a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so, really weird. Yeah, windows are closed, doors are closed, so you know. No, yeah, I was not... going to ask about a draft because we have our door opens if, if I keep this window here open. Yeah. Then the the door open and close itself, but that's it's real clear that it's a draft doing that. Yeah. Uh, that's really weird. Um, I don't got a good explanation for that. Well, then, do you um, have a good explanation for this? um all right so so i think the the most notable one is the one that my husband who's just every bit as skeptical as you are regarding these things had Mm -hmm. himself and this was more recent this was last last year that this happened to him Mm -hmm. uh he was getting ready for work uh he he goes from his you know in being in his bathroom to like going back to the kitchen and and on his way there, he stops in his tracks because he he claims that he sees uh, a little girl, mm-hmm. not looking at him, just a little girl like staring towards um, the front of the house, towards the window, mm-hmm. and that she's maybe like 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 three to four feet tall, and and you know she's got black hair, and she's just like looking like towards the window, and then mm-hmm. like he inside he, the house, inside the house, and he just kind of like freezes up upon seeing this, and then like she just like like vanishes, and. You know, he, he, yeah, like this, this affects his entire day. So like he, like when he, when he comes uh, home that day, he's like, you know, I don't want to make a big deal about it, but I want to tell you, you know, you know, I don't really believe in this stuff, but I got to tell you something that happened this morning. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what is it? You know, I'm like, you're like, what is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Did you see an alien? Did he, what, what, tell, <laughs> tell me what oh, it man. was. And then he tells me the story and I'm like, hmm. I, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I I mean, if she literally just vanished in front of his his, his eyes, that's, I, what, uh, that's what he says. I not like it, it was not just a little girl in the house that came into the house and just then left, right? Nope, no way. Just yeah, that's that's really strange. Um, was he drunk? No, he was getting ready for work. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't have I don't have good explanations for either one of these ones. Um. The door one, my question about the door one is um, if it can open a door, why doesn't it do anything else? Mm-hmm. Like type its name on, on my keyboard right here. Like, like hi, my name sure. is Joe. And yeah. Well, you know, ghosts, the, ghosts are never from like the past decade, right? They're always from like the 1800s. Yeah, so. I have no idea. Probably doesn't understand a keyboard, but. 
It's got letters on it. <laughs> it's true. Well, maybe maybe can't read either, right? Yeah, true. I don't know. Those are those are uh, the door. The door one is is extra spooky because like what I would actually. Do you have locks in your your your? Do you have like security in your house? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, alarm system. Okay, like locks right. on the door. Yeah, because yeah, I would be like. This is, this is sounds like someone was breaking into your house and discovered you're awake. Um, if somebody did break in, the dog would have gone berserk. Like she would have, she would she would know right away. And you know she yeah. didn't do that. She just kind of, when the door opened, she just kind of like perked up, like and looked, and then like yeah, was like, oh, it's nothing. She goes back to bed, and then I'm like, no, it was something, and I go investigate yeah. it. Yeah, that's eerie. That's really eerie. I think if either of those things happened to me, or if like my wife told me that she saw a little girl standing in our our apartment here and then vanished. I wouldn't be able to. I, I I don't have a good explanation for it. None. It's um, weird. I'm it's, not saying there isn't one, but yeah, yeah I, and I'm not you, saying there can't. Go- I can't. I can't figure it out. Yeah, no, and I'm no not idea. saying it's it's a ghost or anything. I'm just I'm just like, what is it? It's it's weird. Yeah, um, no idea. The certainly, most some, certainly something opened the door, and your husband certainly saw something. The most recent thing that's happened, and this was in October, was I was it was during like the afternoon. I was on the couch and, um. The, the dog started barking at something. I'm like, shh. And then mm-hmm. from, from like another room, like I hear, shh. Nobody's in the house at the time. It's just completely, completely empty. Um, yeah, so, something went, shh. And it creeped the shit out of me. It creeped, yeah. the, it creeped me out a lot. <laughs> it, it, I, um. Yeah, that would creep me out. <sighs> yeah. So I um I that that was the last thing that I can attest to that I recall happening, but it was um I I don't know what it is. I mean, honestly, like you know, we can say they're ghosts, we can say they're something else, but or you know, a number of things I, I suppose. But I feel like there's some sort something here that's that's causing these things, and and you know, ultimately at the end of the day, like what no matter what what it is, like I kind of feel like you know we've been in this house for since 2013. Mm-hmm. You know, we've obviously managed to coexist with it. Yeah. I mean, obviously it likes to kind of, whatever it is, make itself, perhaps, if it's intelligent, make itself known. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's mimicking my vocalizations, then I think it's probably, to some level, there's some intelligence there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the way I see it, though, the way that I can, you know, continue living here sanely is, is just to tell myself, you know, we've managed to live here and we're fine after oh, yeah. all this time. You know, it's, you know, if, you know, so I, you know, it's not convenient to just like, I wouldn't change houses for something like this unless it got really, Heck really, no. really bad. I'd obviously. stay in that house. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's leaves you, you leaves you close to being able to figure out what it is. That's the, the fascinating. House, yeah. And the house is, isn't super, super old. It's from 51 is when it was built. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little old. Um, so, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have lived here. I don't know who all has lived here before. Can you um, find out? So, yeah. So the neighbor um, next door has been in her house since, since um, I think she said it was like 1960 or something like that. And mm-hmm. I said, I, I, um, I've I, asked her before, like, if she remembers previous tenants. And, and she said before us, you know, it was a family that lived here. Mm-hmm. And they were only here for a few years before that. I think she said it was like a retired like military guy and his wife. Hmm. And they were here for, for for quite a while, um, and uh, I, I asked specifically. I saw her daughter-in-law um, recently, or it was a few months ago, and I said, "Do you can you ask your husband if you know when he was a kid if he remembered any little girls that might have lived here?" 
mm-hmm. you know, after my husband saw what he saw. And, yeah. and um, so she asked him and she said that he does seem to recall like, like, you know, some couple having a daughter at some point, but like he didn't remember the specifics. And I haven't really, right. you know, with COVID and everything, I haven't been over there to talk to him, yeah. you know, more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We've tried looking into him. My husband is actually, he's gone to, um, like, you know, to the city to like look at like the original plans for the house and, you know, mm-hmm. see what was like added onto it over the years and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, he's been able to find a little bit of information, but not specifics regarding like like who the names of the people that actually lived here. Right. Um, so maybe if we did a little more investigation into that, we could figure all that out. But um, yeah, I I don't know what it is. Um, and I know we we talked a little bit before about how ghosts might actually still be aliens, like sure, yeah, like, <laughs> like cloaking themselves and just like moving yeah. around. Yeah, I I I have no no clue. Yeah, it once once it gets into that, it's there there could be a thing um i would suspect it's less likely that it's dead people coming back to do stuff for the reasons i've mentioned before which doesn't mean that you know there's the possibility that how all this stuff works when you're dead is just completely different so i'm doing apples to origins comparisons um but like yeah, I mean, this, those, are, those are peculiar stories. They're, pecu- they're peculiar stories. A couple of times, too, and this actually probably was before the, actually the first thing before the screaming thing was I was in the, the guest room next door, mm-hmm. and I was, like, standing on a step stool, and I was, like, putting things up on the shelf in the closet, and I just, like, gasped. I was, like, because <gasps> I felt like something was, like, staring at me from, like, the hallway, this hallway right here. And mm-hmm. um, and my husband told me that he had that happen to him, too, at one some point or another and he's heard footsteps before like you know he like you know there have been little tinier things like like that but mm-hmm. you know i think i listed off the more significant incidents yeah. and um yeah but yeah maybe it's that 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 shadow universe thing you know there's things that we just can't we can't really sense and occasionally we pick up on them and yeah i don't know i don't know i'd love that it certainly makes things more interesting than my theories on stuff you know, if I end up being right, it's just a uh, dusty pipes and uh, squirrels sneaking in and out your your house. That's it's a pretty dull universe. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, that's true. There's got to be more. You know, I mean, our science so. is has only gotten so far, right? I mean, the the things that we a couple can, hundred years, right? Yeah, I mean, there's still a long ways to go. Just because we haven't been able to I, to pinpoint scientifically what certain things might be or how certain things work doesn't mean that there aren't there won't be ways to do that in the future and doesn't mean that there aren't other things out there that we can't currently explain i mean the likelihood is there probably are things that we can't scientifically currently you know assign like a rationale to or a logic to yeah um so yeah no we'll we'll see um what happens with that? Maybe someday somebody will develop like some sort of test that you can test for, for ghosts or yeah. goblins or witches or whatever. Vampires. Yeah. Vampires. Maybe. I would love that. I would. I. I want all this stuff to be true. Um, all of it. Every single time I, I, I see a, a news report that talks about a new radio burst from out in space, I'm like, is this the time we get the information? And then the scientists are like, no, it's definitely not aliens, but it's still really significant because it's another quasar. <laughs> cool. Okay. So I, you know, regarding like ghosts though, like um, I do feel like 
the energy that's inside me right now that's communicating with you, you know, you're kind of, you're states away from where I am. You're on the opposite side of the country from where, where I'm at. Yep. The energy that's 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 in you that's communicating these ideas with me. Um, I don't I kind of feel like to some extent, this is just me, this is, you know, a Victoria thing. Like I feel like when we die, what happens to that energy? Does it just dissipate or dissipate? Dissip- dissipate? Yeah. Does it just like vanish into thin air and never to be seen again? Is like, where does that energy go? Does everything that we interact with, like this bottle of water, mm-hmm. the fact that I'm carrying it right now and sending it down now, is my energy still like connected to that bottle on some level? Like mm-hmm. anything that I interact with, any anybody that I talk to, anybody that, anywhere that I go, do I leave little bits of my energy here and there? And if I do, is it possible that that, that energy is is what, it, because I touch something, occasionally manifests in some form in order, sometimes to the point where a, a person can actually experience it and react to it on some level. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is, is that what ghosts are? Is It could be possible that it's just, it's not like that we're dead. It's not that we're, um, it, it's not that people are coming back from the grave, like you were saying earlier, to just spook us or whatever. It's just that mm-hmm. it's, the fact that throughout our lives we left little bits of energy here and there we deposited bits of ourselves in in our interactions with other people and sometimes you know those interactions that energy just kind of like surfaces and we get glimpses of it maybe is it that little girl don't say that tom don't say that at all yeah i i I don't know i know that you know the what's the the one of the laws of physics is, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. So it just, I, I, I maintain it just keeps going. You know, it's the, the energy that was you, it goes elsewhere, becomes other things, you know. It reincarnates. And um, to some level, right? You know, we are all stardust. Um, it's all, since the beginning of creation, it's the same amount of stuff that's out there. Um, the same amount of energy is, has been there since the beginning. It'll be there up till the end. Um in some form or another if uh science is is correct about that then it'll just be dissipated to such a point that none of it will ever contact one another again and that's depressing as hell but that's in trillions of years so i'm not really worried about it that much right um so like if, if if what i'm saying is like you know where does the energy go well at the same time where does it come from like in a newborn baby like where does that is that just something that they have is is or is are you talking about soul I guess you could look at it that way or like reincarnation or just like, I'm just talking about energy though in general. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like if the ener- if we die, like that energy goes somewhere. Like what happens? Like how, do, how, do, how but how do we get that energy to begin with is what I mean. Like a newborn, like, I mean, there, there are new, that's a, that's a whole new person obviously, but yeah. like, I don't know. It just, well, it, it, it develops over time, and we eat food in order to, to continue to build that energy with, within us. Um, yeah. Like, you know, the little sperm, the little egg, they get together, and it starts to, it starts to double and multiply. But the That's how that happens? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a stork until last week, so this is, this is new for me. Um, yeah, I, I, but yeah, I, I take it on the very face value. You know, the energy comes from when the mom eats and goes in and that's 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 how we build energy that's how we maintain ourselves we 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 feed yeah um 
But there's definitely the possibility that there's more to it than that. You know, if you believe in souls, then that would mean it, you know, uh, comes from wherever souls come from, um, which I, 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 don't, I wouldn't have an answer for. Hmm. Um, that gets into a highly spiritual sort of thing, which, you know, yeah, I'm not expert, is interesting. No. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love the idea behind. Um, love the idea behind. Like, that's also like, if, if you've got a soul, then, you know, the soul, does it reincarnate? Does it float around somewhere? Does it go somewhere else? The other thought, though, is, you know, what were you thinking on the day before you were conceived? Hmm. You know, what was, what was it like the day before you were conceived? Yeah, it's interesting because we have you. we have no concept of what it was like before. Generally, I, I mean, I don't think have any concept of what life was like before we existed. Right? It was just like nothing. Right? right? It's just like it one day, one day we existed, and the day before we didn't. Like it just we yep. just showed up, and you know we came out, came from somebody, and mm-hmm. and then we were there, and then that's when we start forming our memories and experiences and everything. Yeah, and but, a sad thought is, uh, you know. I don't know if it's a sad thought, but a thought being, you know, when you die, that's, it's exactly like the day before you were conceived. It's just, well, you're not there anymore. Maybe. Nothing to be afraid of then, really. You know, it's just, you, you, you can't pay taxes again after that. That's, that's, you can't go get a coffee or see a sunrise again, but it's, you know, it's, there's not like a, a thing afterwards. Um, I don't I, know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, the things we grapple with as humans. Um we certainly believe that it's impossible for us to exist and then cease to exist. Mm. Um, or a lot of people believe that. I don't know where I, where I fall on that. Yeah. Um, I don't like to think that it's just, that's it. I don't either. I think it's kind of depressing to think that it's yeah. just this, you know, that this is it. Like one day you're here and the next you're not. Like I kind of feel mm-hmm. like, you know, what was the point then? Like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we do a lot of things throughout our lives. We touch a lot of people in different ways. And, you know, we hopefully we make others happier, make them better people. We make ourselves, you know, as we evolve, we help other people evolve too. Um, but it's kind of sad, like, for me to think or, you know, it's kind of scary even to think like, you know, just one day when, when, when it's over, then it's over. And, mm-hmm. and you're never going to, the consciousness that we have right now, to to talk and do whatever we can do we'll just never ever 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 be again like that's it for us like you know and and there's there's never going to be any more concept of of life or anything else to us like that's just our time in the universe is gone like for me that's just a really really unfortunate and sad um thinking and i just maybe that's kind of forces me into thinking that you know there's you know that energy does continue in some form and we do go on to something else i don't know what that is but we do move into some other plane or some other if you think of it as a game we go on to the next level Mm -hmm. another dimension another universe i don't know but i just i I have a hard time with that idea that 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 this is that that's it you know the game's up uh I, i i have to feel like there's there's something that you know there's some other thing that we continue into yeah um well, I know why I'm here. Um, as far as purpose goes, I, I, I was put here to collect as many of these things as I possibly can. <laughs> um, when, I, when I go, like, these will last for millions of years because they are made of 
plastic. So like the next civilization that takes up takes over after us, they'll still be they'll be pulling these things out of my grave because, and they'll be like, this man must have been a king. He had so many of the little plastic. <laughs> That's you know that will be my legacy. Uh, whether my conscience dissipates into nothing or it goes into the the the, the great Toys R Us in the sky. <laughs> Um, it's uh, my legacy on this planet will be having lots and lots of little plastic dolls. I mean, action figures. Um, yeah, I told you I bought the the green rabbit, right? Uh, Jackson. Jackson. You did. I did. I yeah. thought you were chatting. Yeah, yeah, I was chatting with you. I was having a few drinks, and I was like, ah, heck with it. Because he wasn't. Sorry, cute I had to, I had to start talking about toys. We're getting. <laughs> Welcome to Victoria's Cantina. Today we talk about the emptiness after death. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a twist from our normal <laughs> conversations, isn't it? Um, yeah, but uh, you know that we're we're more than just uh, toy collectors. <laughs> I think people tend to think that all I do is toys. It's not. It's like a, it's yeah. I have a lot of toys. I love toys. I'm passionate about that whole thing. But it's it's really a small part of like who I am and what I'm interested in. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, like me, I also like drinking gin. I do too. That's it, though. It's toys and gin. Toys and gin. Turtles all the way down. That sounds like the title of a good, um, like, live stream. Toys and gin, doesn't it? Toys and gin. <laughs> well, next time we do this, if it's later in the day, or I didn't have a bender last night, <laughs> toys and gin. Toys and gin. Well, with that, Tom, do you have any, any parting thoughts you'd like to. Um, mention about any of this stuff or i hope all of it is real um i hope that the ufos are extraterrestrials i hope that there are ghosts and i just have not been fortunate enough yet to encounter one come come visit come visit maybe you'll have god i well i was when you were describing like how how much time had passed between them i was like darn it's like every six months or a year or something like that if it was like every couple of weeks i'd be like i'm spending a month at your place mm. and last um, last summer i forgot to mention this but I, I think i told you before last summer when my friend was living here for a couple months she had uh she woke up one one night because she said something was caressing her arm yeah and she thought it was me having gone into her which you know, i don't know why she would think this but she thought it was me had gone into her room and was like touching her arm and then and then when she looked she didn't see anything so she just like pulled the covers over her head uh-huh. yeah that's creepy <laughs> yeah that's creepy but i've had people hit me in the middle of the night and woken up and nobody hit me i just had a bad dream and like mm. rolled over or something like that so maybe uh spooky though spooky yeah yeah. Any any time there's a thing that happens while you're in bed, I tend to chalk up to dreams um, because you don't always know when you've fallen asleep. Right. And I've discovered that recently. Or when you've woken like, up. Or when you've woken up. Yeah. You you don't. Yeah. Like I I sometimes have a terrible time falling asleep, and I'll just be laying there in bed. And my wife might be, like, reading her phone or something like that. And I'm like, oh, geez, it's been, like, three hours. I haven't fallen asleep yet. She's like, you've been snoring. You know, Tom, you've, you've been asleep for quite a bit. And I just have no concept of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I've got nothing else to say beyond, you know, I hope it's all true. Um, it makes stuff much more interesting. And, you know, doesn't hurt anyone to believe it. It's true. No, yeah, it's it's, you know, we're all a product of our experiences and our upbringing and are you know this right our conversations with other people yeah. mm-hmm. um so 
yeah no it's interesting stuff it's interesting to ponder you know what's real what's not um you know all we can really uh all we can really buy into is our own experiences right our mm -hmm. own beliefs and yeah it's an interesting world and I, I just don't think we've completely nailed it down to a science and i think it'll be no. some time until we fully understand the world we live in and you know yeah. the, you know probably probably not even in our, our lifetimes will we know everything about mm -hmm. that stuff so no, no no question there yeah no question there's lots lots more things that we're we need to discover about stuff yeah um so while i can sit here and say ghosts are made up um in a hundred years time you know the people digging up my my action figure collection and watching this on their their recordings will be like, "Ha! Ah, what a fool he was! He <laughs> thought they were made up." And the ghosts watching along with him will will, will say, "Ha! Ah, yes, he was a fool and incorrect about the ghosts." Yeah. And then the greys will arrive and stick stuff in their butts. <laughs> in the toys. Sure. I mean, what you've you've never you've never set up your toys and like, look, he's doing it in the butt just me yeah i think that's just you tom bye all right tom so where can our listeners go to find you online uh i'm woozlin demon on twitter and on instagram uh i barely ever post anything on instagram though and i mostly just complain on twitter who doesn't so. who doesn't <laughs> yeah so i'm a grumpy goose that's actually a good Twitter handle, the Grumpy Goose. Or Grumpy character. Goose? Oh, God. There's got to be someone on there named Grumpy Goose, right? This, I love that. That's got to... They're probably really mad about Star Wars and Brie Larson. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, good stuff. Uh, thank you for chatting with me about this, uh, you know, different subject matter that we haven't tackled before. It. And uh, again, first episode of Cantina Chatter Podcast Detours, in which we talk about things that are outside of the normal realm of toys and collectibles and Star Wars. And yeah, it was fun. Let's uh, let's we talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, for sure. We didn't even get to Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster, uh, or Hobgoblins, or, God. or trolls, vampires, werewolves, elves. <laughs> Yeah, Universal no, healthcare, <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many other made up things out there to talk about. I know. I know. Totally. But good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, anybody listening or watching this through YouTube, uh, let us know what you think. Have you had a, a unique experience that you want to share? Let us know down in the comments and we'll be interesting to check it out and see what yeah. you have to say. Um, but yeah, as always, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this has been fun, Tom. Thank you for joining. Last and, and a half. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we'll do this again before long with gin and toys. Yes, gin. All right, peace out. All right, bye. And that's a wrap for this episode. Victoria's Cantina began on YouTube, and you can find plenty of toy content on the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel. We are also on Instagram, showcasing toy photography at Victoria's Cantina, as well as Facebook at Victoria's Cantina, and on Twitter, ranting and raving about toys and other nonsense at Vic's Cantina. For fun and random toy clips, follow us on TikTok at Victoria's Cantina. Got a question or something you'd like to share with us? Drop us a line in the fax machine. You can email victoriascantina at yahoo.com. If you are so inclined and wish to drop a coin in the tip jar, 
We are on Patreon, where you can gain greater access to the channel while helping to keep the content rolling. For VC-branded merchandise such as t-shirts, ball caps, mugs, and other fun stuff, visit us on Spring and TeePublic. Links to all of these magical places can be found in the show notes. Do you've had a minute or two? If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and drop a brief review explaining why you enjoy the show. As always, I'm Victoria, and no matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. 